0: This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? A long time ago, my dad and mom had a a, sort of a bumper sticker on their refrigerator. It was uh, kind of funny because it's kind of like my dad's personality. It said, the person who dies with the most toys wins. Uh, we thought that was kind of funny because it's like the, the idea that somebody is accumulating toys and uh, and material goods so that when they're d- dead, when they die, it's like, woohoo, I won. And it's it was funny, but at the same time, it gave me an idea that, gosh, people actually think about what they're moving towards. What's the end goal, uh, the end game for their life? And so it's kind of interesting. And it made me think about... People who write novels, or I, you know, in, in, even in terms of my own writing, I think about the end chapter, the end paragraph, the end sentence, and how that wants to. I want that to land in such a way that it's going to stay with you. And um, and I think that even though we don't talk about death very often, we don't talk about the process of engaging in life, even uh, in any deep conversation. Then we don't have a sense of or direction, generally speaking, of how we are attending to that last final moment when we can say or feel fulfilled, fulfilled. Like I did a good job. I'm here at the end game at the the final moments and I've done a good job or that I haven't. You know, in terms of we can choose to leave this world with regrets and resentments and uh, remorse or we can choose to think about, well, how do I want to spend that last, very last moment of my life. And, um, I was thinking about a time about, gosh, I think it was about three or four years ago and I was going through a really dark time, really hard time. And so there was a point where it was like, I prayed to God that I just didn't wake up, you know, that I'd go to sleep and I wouldn't wake up and that would be a good thing. And, um, it was a a time at a really, really despairing and, and desperate time. And so, you know, it just made sense to (laughs) hope I didn't wake up. But in that long process that was so challenging, I actually gained a lot of wisdom and and learned a lot about life. And, you know, that despair and desperation are just parts of the unfolding of existence as a human being. So there's one night when I asked, okay, so... I'm not dying. It's not my time. I'm going to be here. And since I can't control when I die or how I die, then I can at least control the experience I want to have while I'm dying, like those last moments. And so I asked myself, what is the quality of that experience I want to have in that last final moment? Well, the answer came really fast, and it seemed to come from outside myself, but I was the only one in the room, so it must have been me. But it said this, this said, or I said, you know, I want to die with love in my heart. And when I said that, it felt so good. It felt like anything else, any of my resentments or regrets or pissed offness or, you know, sadness and hurt, like none of that would matter in that last moment. All that mattered is that I would have love in my heart. So that was, that was a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) to think about (laughs) and I began to feel the love for people who don't necessarily love me and be able to accept that that's who they were and they didn't have the capacity or what they did have they just didn't love me or they didn't want to know me and I could love them and and the people who I that are hard to love you know there are tons and tons of people who are hard to love and so in that moment I could also feel the love for them And also then for the people who really do love me. And that's kind of scary is to love, allow myself to be loved in your, in my heart. Uh, It's really scary to be loved and receive love. So I started actually in that moment, started to practice something new. uh, And in a sense, practicing writing that end game, writing the book or the writing the life around that in a sense, what do I have to do today? How do I have to be today to get to that end game, to get to that end moment, that end sentence of I am, I am in love in, in my heart in that moment. So it became and has become a practice of, you know, living now, but with the end game being with love in our hearts, <laughs> love in my heart. I'm curious about the number of people in the world. I don't know if there's a statistic here yet. I don't know. I haven't researched it yet. But I wonder what, how many people would want to know when they're going to die and how they're going to die. And I would like to know how many people like don't want to know. They want to live in the uncertainty or the, the surprise factor of, of life. And how does that, how do you go forward from this moment on, whether you're in your 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s or later, how do you go forward knowing the end moment when it's going to end, you know, it's seven o'clock on Friday, the 14th of something or other, what would that be like? And how would that person want to live their life and end that their life in a sense coming to that completion, that moment when it's over? kind of an interesting question and also then on the other side of that is what is it that has people want to be surprised like I don't want to know the end the end date or the how I'm going to die I don't want to know that and that's kind of an interesting thing too it's in a sense like okay so you don't want to know so how do you live in the uncertainty of that do you live in fear and terror and do you stay safe and restricted and structured or do you live in an expansive adventurous life? Like, what difference does it make if you choose to know when you're going to die or not know when you're going to die? I just find that fascinating. And in terms of, (laughs) um, I find this all very funny. So uh, that's why I laugh at silly times. It's like how, so in this moment, then, when we're thinking about that last breath, that last thought, that last sensation of life in this body, how is it how do you intend, how do you consider that last moment for yourself? And again, I think that's a really fascinating conversation that I'm having with you uh, in terms of what you might consider that to be for yourself. And if that, if you do have a sense of what that is, then what today or tomorrow do you want to be with so that that end moment is exquisite. That's what the word I'm looking for. It's, it's an exquisite moment of fulfillment. <clears throat> and certainly part of my doing these podcasts is I want that sense of fulfillment for myself, but I certainly want it for you. And I want you to, to have a sense of, wow, that's, that is the fulfillment. <laughs> Having all the toys possible and, and winning because I've got more toys than anybody else. You know that's fulfillment for somebody, having the most money or having no money. You know, I've said before to my children, you know, when I leave, I'm going to have a toothbrush basically, and I won't even need that at that point. Uh, but that, what's what is it that's important in you? In you, that you want to bring to fulfillment by the end of, at the end of your novel, at the end of your written work written as in the experiences that you bring to this, this world of your presence and your reality. So I think that's pretty much it for today. Uh, I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. And uh, if you have any comments, or if you have any questions, feel free to, you know, connect with me. And if you have any thoughts, uh, just, again, just let me know, and I'd be happy to talk to you more about that. All right. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.